0: Pink midnight. Pink midnight.
1: Pink midnight. All oh, the nerve. That stupid idiot Grover tells the police he's a zodiac and makes headlines. How dare he draw on my intelligence? supreme zodiac. I must not let the animal nature of man block the way to my spiritual progress. If I am to be happy in paradise, I must collect my slaves now. All those that I kill in this life will be my slaves when I am reborn in paradise. I must kill the serpent which guards this narrow entrance into paradise. But I shall not penetrate until I have proof of my slave process that I have put you through was demanded upon me by the supreme power of another life. You are all now my slaves in this reincarnated life. In a former life. I have selected each and every one of you. How I'm... can you prove that you selected us? How? How? Yes,
2: how? How do we
1: know you are not one of us, selected by another? Simple, my children. Here, here, Here is my proof. I'm happy to see you recognize the tools of your liberation. Atlantis shall rise again. I chose you to be with me here in paradise. Once Atlantis rises, there will be a new cycle of life, a new universe with new pyramids to build. You are all saved. Saved. Because I, as the Supreme Zodiac, will not allow you, my personal slaves, to labor at such a task.
0: At the beginning of this film, the Zodiac Killer, the director, or rather Paul Avery, the reporter, says that his life was threatened on October 28, 1970 by Zodiac. His victims received no warnings. They were unsuspecting people like you. So let's see where this shall take us, shall we? Leo's grave is truly colossal. Leo was his favorite bunny. He kept them in a cage where he kept all his troubles, where he kept all his sympathy, where he collected all his rage. He put them into neat little packages, called nests, called cages. And there he tended to them, until he constructed a cross that was larger even than his neighbor's house, who wore an Elmer Fudd hunting cap, and of whom he'd been jealous for centuries, because they'd been reincarnated. Again and again, since the 1970s. When you pull up in a VW Bug, wearing a tie, if you could come inside, rather than just waiting out here and honking, my mother would be so much happier. Come in for a cup of tea or maybe even a spot of wine. Maybe you'll get to know each other, spend some time, whining and dining in your own ballroom. There's a ballroom in the East Wing, which no one has ever visited since my father left us. Since the ghosts surround our place, since my mother knew the VW Bug was traveling from another dimension, the Zodiac one. In the 70s in times of celebration, We might have been prone to knocking off other people's toupees while we were dancing, cartwheeling, frolicking, and then the bald-headed bastard entered the room. We laughed, made jokes, but we knew in the end that we had made a serious mistake. The bald-headed bastard would be back, and this time... His toupee would be in flames. So when the newspaper man receives the letter from the Zodiac Killer, seems to be pretty accurate um, in terms of the letter that the Zodiac Killer actually sent at the time. It has the same cryptogram aspects and the warnings about the situations when he would kill the his penchant for killing people in cars while they were necking and so forth he proclaims i am the zodiac tries to shoot misses several policemen falls into a pool badly in need of cleaning well this was the 70s after all his toupee is nowhere in sight did it fly away did someone steal it did the paper boy grab it when he was dropping off the paper that morning? Was coffee spilled on it in a scene which was later removed? Clunking into another scene which was later removed on the cutting room floor while snakes writhed about and the toupee walked on its hind legs quite like a tarantula. This is a series of shots and ideas filmed contemporaneously with the killings of the Zodiac Killer, he was not quite finished. This was being filmed as it was going on. So it's like a bad photocopy that is walking alongside history, which is sealed and contained perfectly, but inaccessible. He says that solving the cryptogram will lead him directly into the police's arms at long last reunited with a mysterious lover a head scratcher a nightmare one who is forever elusive a white deer a white buffalo a cat with one eye a cat with two red eyes he explains on the phone how he was able to shoot people in the dark and it wasn't by sleepwalking and it wasn't by removing his own eyes and performing some sort of exorcism or rite. No, it was not by drawing an upside down cross on his forehead and walking backwards and chanting the Bible backwards. No, he had a small pen light which he stuck to his gun and was able to therefore point and shoot in the dark in the footsteps of the night while they ran and screamed when they were only looking for a little pleasure in their gritty, deranged lives, he was not the only one who was deranged. He draws the Zodiac symbol in salt after buying everyone at the bar around. He's playful, he taunts, just like the real Zodiac killer who was killing simultaneously as this film was being shot. Were there still killings happening? Was this film an investigation? Did the real Zodiac Killer see this film? Was the real Zodiac Killer involved with this film? Was this another of his letters in filmic form, which he could send to a newspaper to further taunt and harangue them? This was the 70s, so whenever you sneezed, your nose would become a Groucho Marx nose. When you pass by your neighbors places, they would give you a Groucho Marx nose. Whenever you stood into the limelight, your nose would become a Groucho Marx nose. It's the same woman you met before down some other road. She also lost a tire. She also lost her way. But You already played out this scene once before, or did you? Is it a scene hovering in your distance so that a scene from your life is like a projector, which you are watching but never reaching? While visiting his father, the Zodiac Killer comes across another man with a very weak heart. And I was very surprised, judging by his previous behavior, that he met and talked with someone that he then did not kill, which was very strange. The Zodiac Killer's father likes to bang the metal bars of his cage at the nursing home, and he does tend to bite people, which explains why the Zodiac Killer does what he does. What if this was the Zodiac Killer's favorite movie, and he went to multiple screenings of it, and he was considering stopping his rampage, but then he saw this film, and maybe then it seemed like a good idea to keep going which, uh, you know, the filmmakers might have regretted if they saw him at the screenings. And then on the way out, the Zodiac Killer kills a paraplegic or a guy who's broken every bone in his body. I mean, was that really necessary on your way out, Zodiac Killer? Really? And then his way out continues, and he kills his father's best friend, the guy sitting in front. You know, he told him that he can't be pushed around, yet he pushes him down a hill. He keeps cascading down the hill. He comes to an abrupt stop, and then somehow the thing jumps down a stairway like a subway turnstile and just keeps rolling and rolling. He was already dead. Now he's dead twice. He dies twice over. That's the Zodiac Killer for you.
2: Well, now you know I exist. What are you going to do about it? I'll tell you, you won't do anything. You'll go about things the same way you always have. I'm sick, you say. I need medical help. I should be put away. I'm dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But I'm still loose, aren't I? Me and a lot of guys like me. What do you expect me to do? Turn myself in? are you kidding i like what i'm doing oh i know you hear things like mentally maladjusted schizophrenic paranoic and oh yes homicidal <laughs> did it ever occur to you that guys like me don't care about all that crap
0: thank you for tuning in to pink midnight we hope you have enjoyed your stay in this haunted hotel, in this abandoned palace, in this opulent field of nowhere grass.